It's your time to be a champion. WDJY FM listeners, I am so excited to be with you all for another evening of Change the Family, Change the World with your girl, Arthur Q. Listen, you know our mission for the show is to direct the path of coming generations by providing resources and support to help break negative generational cycles. Guys, I'm excited about our guest tonight. You know that everything we do is all about change and how we can help you change the trajectory of your family, of the world of everything that you touch so that we can all benefit from your greatness, right? So today's topic, changing the world will require strategy. And guess what, guys? A goal without strategy is <laughs> simply a dream, right? So before I get into my little nuggets, here's what we always do. Grab your pen, your paper, your iPad, your tablet, whatever it is that you need to start taking notes because guess what? Tonight you don't want to miss a single word that I say nor do you want to miss the words of our amazing guests. So grab those things now because what do we always say? If you don't write it, guess what? You are not going to take any action. So we're all about action and all about making it happen. So go grab those things now because I'm going to jump right into my point, right? All right, let's do it. So point number one, as we're talking about changing the world and how that's going to require strategy, right, the first thing I want you to be clear on, absolutely clear on, um, is that, you are not the only one, all right? Let's go ahead and start off straight through the gate with the myth buster, right? You are not the only one. So I know and I can hear you say, you know, I was just dealt a bad hand, and oh, my goodness, I'm the only one that had this happen to me. Oh, let's just be clear. Um, m most of the time, half the people you standing around have gone through that or worse, but they just haven't said it to you, right? They just haven't painted up and looked good. So if you take me, for example, you all know my story. I share it very often. I'm very transparent. So having two parents that were incarcerated, two parents who were on drugs and, you know, selling drugs and everything into the criminal lifestyle, you talk about a bad hand. Baby, I had nothing but hearts and diamonds, okay? No spades in this game. <laughs> but guess what? I waited. I, I pursued, I did what I had to do, I strategized, I made it happen for me. I didn't get stuck in the pain and get stuck in the things that were going on around me. Why? Because I had no control over those things. So, yes, absolutely, you were dealt a bad hand. You know what? Mm, it ain't fair, right? Oh, my God, it ain't right. Oh, why do I have to go through? You know why? Because you were built for it. So when you tell yourself, man, I was dealt a bad hand, man, things aren't going good for me, Oh, here's one. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. How about that? I know you said that one. When it rains, it pours. It just seems like every time I turn around, something else is going wrong. Yeah. Guess what? Every single time you turn around, it really isn't. Guess what? In a whole 24 hours of a day, I'm pretty sure all 24 of those hours weren't all the way horrible. <laughs> it's just that those things that sting us, maybe in the third hour, maybe in the twelfth hour, it's that sting that we kind of still feel, but it doesn't mean you still can't keep going. It doesn't mean that you still can't be optimistic. It doesn't mean that you still can't be positive. You have to now make a decision in that. So, yeah, Delta bad hand, yeah, life isn't fair, but guess what? You can still strategize and you can still make your dreams come true, right? So that's point number one. Point number two. 
I'm huge. I'm always hashtagging curse breaker. So I want you to be the curse breaker for your family. The show, change the family, change the world, right? So today we're talking about how to strategize and really bring change, right? Guess what? If you don't do it, who's going to do it? And I'll sit that there for a moment. If, if you don't step up to the plate, who will? And I know because I've said it in, in relationships with people in my family, my parents, I mean, anything you've said, why is it that I'm always the only one that got to stand up and do it? Why does it seem like I'm always the one to have to go back and apologize? Why does it seem like I'm always the one that got to start the conversation? Why? Because that's how you were created. God implanted something inside of you that this type of thing right here, it just comes natural to you. You're able to do it. You're capable of doing it. You just fight with your flesh to make it happen. Guess what? In order to bring change, you got to just beat that flesh down and do it anyway, guys. You know we had a whole show on doing it anyway, right, with <laughs> one of our amazing women from last week, Vicki Johnson. She, we talked about that, right? So I want you to understand that in order for you to truly bring change to this world, to truly disinfect us with the positive change that we require, you got to be the curse breaker. And what does that mean? You got to change your story. You're powerful enough to do it, right? Changing your story actually changes the whole direction. Now, hear me, the whole direction for your coming generation. How do I know? Because I'm, a, I'm an example of that. So here's what that is. My mother, right, and all the issues that she has even today with 24 months over her head with her facing jail time, right, even in that, even now in my life, right, as her generation that came after, I am a what, best-selling author, have my own radio show, go around the world talking and speaking to empower women and help them heal from their childhood hurts, right? So all of that, I have now changed the trajectory now so that now my daughter, who's seven, looks up to me. She admires me. When we step into a place, literally, she's my biggest spokesperson. Hey, my mommy wrote a book. Hey, my mommy has a film out. Hey, my mommy. Yeah. And as much as I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, baby, just stop. We're good. We're just here to get bread. The reality of life is that's amazing to me. That thing stings me in a place that is indescribable. Why? Because that's something I could have only lived to hear. That's something I could have only lived to say about my own mother. But guess what? Because of the choices and the decisions and the habits that I have now created in my life, the story has now been shifted. So now that my daughter will now rise up and now she has these different options of the positive things in life that she will become, guess what happens? Her seeds and then their seeds will then take that same direction. Why? Because I stepped up to the plate and said, I'm going to be the one to change it. All right? And the final point, be clear, guys, every single thing that you need to be amazing, that you need to be great, everything. It's not in another book, not another conference. It is all inside of you. But guess what? You've got to have strategy with that. So, so yeah, you have all these great and amazing things. You've got 20,000 notebooks sitting around with all these thoughts and visions and ideas that you know God gave you, but you ain't doing nothing with it. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing with it. And, and you feel discombobulated. You feel all over the place like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? i got to do something. I know I'm here to, to bring change. I know I'm here to do something with my life. 
but you haven't done it yet. But guess what? Today's show is going to help you do that, okay? Today we are going to get down to the practical things and how you can just take some tips, take these strategy tips today that will help you so that you can start writing it out, making a plan, okay, not just thinking it and keeping it in your head. you got to make a plan. So what does that look like? Something a little practical even at this point. You can take three things, right? Think about that. What are your three non-negotiable things that you are going to ha- make happen this year? We are ready in March, right? So the first quarter is almost over. So, yeah, maybe I didn't do so much in the first quarter in the first three months. Okay, cool. So now in the second three months, what are you going to do? Right? So three things. Write them down now. I'll give you a second. Right? Write down those three things, non-negotiable. No matter what, I'm going to get it done. What are those three things? What do those three things look like for you? Because it's not over. (laughs) It's never over. You have the power inside of you to always hit that reset button at any given time. All you got to do is be strong enough to do it. And and I want to be clear, the secret to this thing is you've got to write it down. You got to take a picture of it, put it on your phone, put it as your lock screen, right? Post the pictures all around your house. If you're writing this stuff down, write multiple things and just have it in the bathroom. Shoot, have it on the refrigerator. Put it somewhere so that you can see it. Keep it always in front of you. Take it to this job that you hate, the job that you cringe because you know it's not your passion. Guess what? Take the picture of you helping those children. Take the pictures of you painting if that's your thing. Whatever your thing and your passion is, take that with you and keep it posted around you. And then make the strategize, strategize to make it happen. Set out your goals to do that thing, right? All right, and then as a bonus, I want to share with you that I want you to always remember, and knowing that everything you need is inside of you, (laughs) you are your biggest rescue. You are the superhero that you've been waiting for. You are it. I need you to add a plot twist to your story right now. Stop waiting. Start strategizing your next win. Always remember this. It has nothing to do with how you start. Because hear me, the statistics I give you on every show is what, 1 in 14. There's 1 in 14 children in the United States that have a parent incarcerated. 1 in 9 are African American, 1 in 8 are poor. Guess what? Me being one of those 1 in 14, statistics say I should be dead or incarcerated right now or doing the same criminal things that my parents did. That's what statistics says. So that's how I started around people that did wrong, I started looking at that and saying, mm, should I do this or should I do that? But guess what? It's all about how you finish, baby. And I like to say I'm finishing strong because I'm not done yet. And guess what? You aren't done yet. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what has been done to you or who did it. You still have the ability and the power to finish strong. All right, that's my nuggets. Love you guys. But guess what? My guest today My God, this woman has done amazing things. So I'm going to read you just a short little bio because then after that we're going to go to commercial break, and I will bring on another this amazing woman. So today we have Michelle Thornton, right? She is a wife, a mom, a speaker, and a media executive. She has won numerous awards. And guess what? One of the things that she preaches, and I love it, is that if you want to know something, guess what? You've got to do the research. She is the current head of TV sales for Centric TV, which is the first, hear me now, the first network for black women. Yes, absolutely. So if you haven't tuned in to Centric, you're missing out because you get to see black women at 
their best, at their highest. You don't see foolery going on with that. You get to see the image of black women being the queens that we are. So guess what, guys? we got to take a commercial break. But when we return, I will bring on none other than Michelle Thorne. Don't go anywhere. You are tuned in to 99.1 FMWDJY with your girl, Arthur Q, on Change the Family, Change the World. All right, guys, we are back. I know you're sitting here like, ooh, girl, if you don't hurry up and get back, guess what? We're back. <laughs> so I'm excited because, you know, in this part of the show, you don't get to hear me much, right? I'm done. I'm, my talk is over. Let the church say amen, right? <laughs> so now I get to bring on my wonderful guest, Michelle Thor. So, Michelle, are you there with us? I am here, ready and waiting. Ooh, I was taking notes, girl. You better stop playing. <laughs> You better know, yes. you know you're preaching a word. What? My, I love it. I love it. I'm excited. I just want, I just want my listeners to just wake up out of their mess and just do the change that they were created to do, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's time out. It's time out. It's time out. So let's jump right into you. Talk to us. The one question we ask everybody is about their story. So tell us about you. What is your story? You know what, I'm going to make it quick because one, one thing I know is that people don't have a whole lot of time, and it's one of the things I write in my book, Strategic, is that when you take a little bit of time back from all the people who don't deserve it and in your circle just sucking air up, uh, you can do miracles. So what I'll say is yeah. if God intervened in my life, I didn't listen. <laughs> he intervened <laughs> again, and I started to listen. And then I made a promise to my dad when he died that I would make him proud of me. And so that really, when I was 31 years old, was the beginning of my new life, my new opportunity to be all that God created me to be. And, and I guess the message for those listening is that when there's a whole lot going around you and God whispers, don't, 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 don't not listen. You've got to just yeah. take the time and pay attention because, look, I understand that everybody doesn't get to walk in their true assignment in this life. And I know you are. Um, off the yeah. queue, you know, I'm trying to do the same thing, but when we stop and listen to what his plan is for us and we yeah. write out a strategy, anything can happen. Mm. Absolutely. Anything. <laughs> but you got to write out a strategy. So you got to do something. <laughs> you got to do something. All right, so look, success, right? That's something that everybody, I want success. I want to be successful. Realistically, right, other than people who, of course, are heirs, who don't wake up being a success, it's one of those things that to the dreamer it seems so far-fetched. They can feel it deep down in their soul. They can see it in other people. Mm -hmm. Um, But they struggle with, gosh, will I ever reach that? And and I like to say it's all in your own personal definition of success. So how do you define success? So well, let me say this. So I, uh, you know, people will look at me today and they'll be like, oh, man, you know, you have it going on. You have all these things, but it wasn't always like that. So at 18, mm. I didn't go directly to college. And if people read my story, they know I actually didn't graduate until I was 31 years old. Uh, and I was in a crazy relationship with a professional athlete that was just not good for me. I loved him way more than he could ever love me. And that's not a really, that's not a good relationship 
in any yeah. relationship, whether it's your family or a man or friends, you never want to be in a relationship where you're giving way more than you get. You can't allow people to just continue to take withdrawals from your life and not make deposits um, that mm. are meaningful that can grow in, in that investment. So then at 26, I actually had to clean people's homes for a living when I uh, walked away from that relationship or that relationship ended and worked at the front desk at a hotel. And, you know, God will put you in very humbling situations so you have time to think about what is really going on. Mm. So, you know, so I, I just want people to know that where you are today doesn't define where you're going, who you're going to be, and what God has planned for you. He just sometimes needs to let you know that, look, I got your back, but you got to do the work in order to get where you need to go. Uh, so at 31, I graduated uh, from college, and I worked for a telecom company, and I asked a question, and sometimes we have to ask questions. If I want to do this, how do I get there? Because I was a salesperson for a telecom company, but I wanted to do something bigger, something impactful. And I was like, well, who, who are the best salespeople? Like, what, what job yeah. is fun? And people are like, oh, man, television sales is fun, but it's hard to get into. So I researched mm. organizations that would allow me to get from telecom to the cable industry, and they had an organization at the time called the Walter Cates Foundation. And I entered into this program um, after I got some information. But the point is that you have to do research. You have to ask the question. What you talk about, author, is that you have to build a plan and a strategy. Now, at the time, I yeah. wasn't a strategist like I am today, but I still asked the questions, and I did the research, and I followed through. Mm. Not one call, not two calls, but ten calls until someone wow. called me back and I could get through, right? I mean, you have, to, you have to understand that you're calling people for your own benefit, not for theirs. Why should I call you back? I don't even know you like that. So mm. you have to continue to follow up in a comfortable way, not stalking, and uh, to let people know that you, <laughs> that you need information. And sometimes you send them, but that's, you know, sometimes you send them information, but I have tactics and tips for that. Mm. And then you get to a point where you're in, you know, I'm in the television business, and I went from job to job to job to job in the same position. Come on, people. Everybody knows this is what goes on. You go yeah. from one company, and there is no promotion. Nobody has you tagged for vice president the next day. There's mm. a lot of hard work put in. And then one day I woke up, I was like, why am I going from company to company in the same position? Matter of fact, I'm not even getting what I've earned because mm. guess what, Michelle? You're not asking for it. You're not demanding. Ooh that they give you what you've already earned and you're not laying it out in a way that they can see and putting pressure on people to give you something that was, should be yours. You're seeing all these people with mediocrity around you, you know, escalating, and you're still in the same position. What, what is really going on? And so I didn't get mad. I got smart. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the person who I know should promote me at the place where I am today, and I'm going to ask him if he doesn't want to promote me, right, what does success, success look like? If he doesn't want to promote me, will you be my biggest reference? Wow. Will you help me get to another job where people will respect me, where I can operate at my best level? And I got promoted because I asked that question. Sometimes you just got to put it in people's face. Now fast forward because success today looks very different than it did at that time. And the point is that success is going to be different at different stages in your life. Look, I'm a wife, a mother, I work in the television business, I'm a speaker, I'm an author, so success today looks like that my family is aligned. 
because Ooh. I cannot be successful if they're not happy, if they're not supporting me, if my son and daughter don't wake up and look at me and be like, Mommy, I'm glad that you're a success, but you didn't come to any of my events at, at school. That's not success. Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If my husband yeah. is looking at me like, okay, you're a boss at work, but you're trying to be a boss at home, that doesn't look like success. And look, it's not easy. Look, yeah. and it's, it's, it's not. It's a hard because women have to change their demeanor, their walk at different yeah. places in their life. It's what we're called to do if we're really going to be the bosses we're created to be. I can't go home bossing everybody around like I do at work. It's not going to yeah. work. And it's not, an easy, it's not an easy toggle. So alignment is everybody sit around a circle. We come to terms. Kids, husband, I want to write a book. Is everyone going to support that? This is what this looks like for yes. me. Is that cool with you? Mm-hmm. Is that cool with you? Okay, if that's cool with you, give me the 10 days I cannot miss at school because mom will be there. She will be present. She won't have a phone or a BlackBerry. It's not going to be on. I'm going to be all in to you. Is that yes. cool? And everybody raised their hand and said, Mom, we want that for you. We want this for you. We want this for our family because we know this is going to allow us opportunities that a whole lot of other families don't get. And so mm. it's all about communication, Author Q, I'm telling you. So that, that to me right now today is what success looks like, alignment, alignment, mm. alignment. Yeah, and I love that because you know what? I'm so, I'm so big on telling people. It, it's one thing to talk about you know, for me, being known as the children's champion, I'm fighting and I'm advocating for, for children that have parents incarcerated. And, you know, for mothers who are incarcerated, I go to the jails and I teach parents in classes and I do all these amazing things. But it doesn't mean anything with mm-hmm. my own children. Mm-hmm. I sit in there like, well, shoot, where my mom at? I don't know. What's going on? No, uh-uh. I dare not ever <laughs> be the one out here saving the entire world and you forget about your own. mm that's good. That's some good stuff right there. I hope y'all, I hope you caught it. <laughs> I hope you caught it because I got a page full of notes already. All right, so listen, you jumped and talked about being that wife, being that mother, and that media executive, right? So I can hear, <laughs> God has really gifted me. I can hear the mother saying, you know, I'm just, I'm tired. You know, I run mm-hmm. behind my kids all day. You know, I got to make sure my husband got everything he needs. You know, I do have goals. I do have dreams. You know, I, I did when I was a little girl say I wanted to become something in life. But you know what? I, I don't really have a time now. What do you say to that mother? Oh, man, let me tell you. I was at a conference, and I love to tell a story. I was at a conference, and a woman raised her hand, and she goes, you know, I'm here at this conference, and, and my husband is so-and-so place, wherever he was, and, you know, and she's asking questions about him and about if he does this, can, then can I do this? And, I, and I just asked her a simple question. I said, well, let me ask you this. Is your husband where he is asking the same questions on your behalf? And I said, I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to cause any discord. I'm just saying that he's, he's working on his dream, and you're standing here when you have your time, and you're working on his dream too. Ooh. So if mm. everybody's working on his dream, yes, he is going to be the president, and then what are you going to be? <laughs> yeah. And my thing is this. I don't need to spend all my time helping other people be great. Oh, let me – ooh. Because God yes. has already destined them. God has already Come called on. out their success. He's <laughs> yes. given them all the tools. What God has placed on my heart is that when we ask for the impossible, he will intervene because everything else, yo, we got handled. 
Yeah. Okay? So I'm going to pull a little bit of time back, and I did this to write my book in six months. I put a plan together because I wanted to be a speaker. I have 25, 30, 40 speaking engagements booked for the remainder of this year. It's been crazy. And and I said, you know what, if I pull an hour back, so this is what I did, though. I thought about it. I said, let me not pull it back from the people I love who have earned the right to have my time. Let me pull it back from all those other things. Let me pull it back from the Internet, and I'm on Instagram looking at other people's lives and success. Let me pull it back from the websites that I would go to because I was unwinding. Oh, I had a category for it. Let me mm. unwind tonight. Let me get my glass of wine and see what's going on in the world. And But I yes. realize if I take the hour back from them because I don't even know them like that and they ain't even really doing nothing, <laughs> that people yes. would actually be sitting down with a glass of wine Googling me. Ah. Not because I want to be a star or famous, but because I have something to really say to women. I really yeah. want them and advocate for them. I want them to walk in their divine, rightly purpose. I want their uh, life to be aligned with God's purpose for them. I want them to be able to hear the whisper that he has for them. I want them to have Absolutely. enough self-awareness that they understand when people are trying to block them and praying against them. Don't pray for me. I don't care, but please don't pray against me. Yeah, your messages, your words, your innuendos, your, your looks, your body language and posture. So I, I'm telling you, it's really important that women go in and evaluate their daily clock and they pull back enough time to say, I'm going to build a plan. I'm going to do something. But with, without time, you will not be great. It's mm. not possible. Not at all. Mm. God almighty. Y'all, <laughs> my God, I'm so stuck right now. That's all of that, every single syllable that you just spoke was it. That That's so necessary. And one of the things that I just pulled out of what you said that, that really brings me into a whole nother just shift in this thing is we as women, you know, we hear all the time, oh, you know, no, nah, I don't deal with women like that. You know, no, nah, they just too catty for me. Oh, no, nah, they just talk too much. Oh, no, no that's not it. We We weren't created to do that. We we were not created to do that. That supporting one another and lifting one another up, that whole sisterhood piece that I just heard in every word that Michelle just said is so vital for us in our communities. Michelle, why do you think that that sisterhood piece has now been lost? Hmm, wow. You know what, and, and I hate to say this, and I'm in an industry that actually promotes discord amongst black women. Yeah. My network is trying to do a, a much better job of promoting yeah. sisterhood, of being the network for black women, of having content that's family-friendly and, and everyone can sit down and get together because we know that all black women don't fight. We know that we're not mm-hmm. all trying to be stars. We know that there are some, some black women out there who are trying to do big things. But when the world shows all of these images all the time, and they think that's yeah. cute and sexy and sassy. Yeah. When the world tells us there's only room for one of us at the top, oh, then, I, then I can't hire anyone else like me because then they might want my job. But we know that's yeah. not true because what God has assigned for me, you can't even have unless I give it to you. Mm. I can't even have. So I just think there's a whole lot going on, and we can't listen to all and, and believe all the things we see, all the images. We know that there are some successful sisters out there who don't have to take off their clothes, That's who don't right. have to do things that are inappropriate. We know yeah. that we don't have to put someone down to stand up tall. It's not that all of that is a lie, and we yeah. should just remove that from our, from our 
don't even, I wouldn't even, I don't even follow people on Instagram who project that image because then I'm seeing it, I'm feeding it into my soul and spirit is not going down. I'm not doing it. So I think that Mm. we have to control the images we take in and how we project and how we process them. Yeah. It's, It's really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so vital. The images that you are just allowing yourself to just be surrounded by, the things that you watch. Um, We had uh, Paul Brunson on the show um, last month, and one of the things that he talked about was just the habits of millionaires that he's worked with. And if you don't control those habits, watching those shows, listening to those mu- listen to the certain music, listening to certain broadcasts. If you listen to negative things, surround yourself with negative things, and then question, well, why am I starting to talk like this? <laughs> well, why am I starting to behave like this? Well, why am I starting craving these right. things? It, it all has everything to do with what it is that you are allowing yourself to see and hear. Gosh, that, that is, mm, that's, so, that's so vital. Mm-hmm. I want you to now... Talk to the dreamer for me, right? Because I know there's a dreamer listening. Um, somebody who, I mean, can see it. They can, I mean, feel it in their core. They, they go to work and they're just dragging, hating this place and, because they know they were created to do something greater. But, but they really haven't found that connection. They, they, they're looking for that bridge to take their dream to make it now their reality. How do they do that? Well, you look. You you have the corner market on that. What? <laughs> uh, and and I do believe that you you nail it. So I always talk about you know a vision board, and what most people's vision board becomes, and a piece of art mm-hmm. <laughs> that gathers yep. dust. Because yep. a, a vision board means nothing if you don't put it into action. So the whole notion of my book strategic was that women are born with all the gifts there need to be strategists. And strategist is a very masculine word. It was created in the 1900s about Mm. uh, from a general who was going to war. And what he said is if I put this plan together, a strategy together, I can win. I can defeat the enemy. And what women have to understand is that we are fighting for our lives. We are fighting for our lives, not in the not in the literal meaning, but in yes. the God's plan and purpose for our our being, right? Yes. And so mm-hmm. what I say is that if you're a dreamer, just like you say, you got to get a piece of paper. I did the same thing when I wanted to leave a news network that would not promote me, would not give me a leadership role, would not allow me to have employees that report to me because they didn't know that if people would follow me which is mm-hmm. crazy, then I put mm. a piece of paper together. I said, okay, where can I work? Who can help me? How long yeah. am I going to do it? And what is going to be my plan? And there is one formula for everything that I've done, and it starts just like that. So dreamers, what do you want to do? What do you like to do? What are you good at? What do people respond to? You've got to write it down, literally write it down. I took a class at Harvard. We pulled out our, our little computers. It was a week-long class for women, 22 uh, countries represented, 40 women and the, the instructor said, put up your iPad, put up your computer, because if you don't write it down, you're not building a relationship with what you're, what you're saying. It's, you're not going to internalize it. You're not going to type it. You're going to actually literally write it down. So this has been yeah. proven, right, period. 
so I write down that, and then you have to understand who can help me. If you don't have a, a Rolodex with some advocates in it, not mentors, that, that takes yeah. too long to build a relationship with a mentor. You might have one or two in a lifetime, but you should have about – 2,000 advocates over the course of yes. your life at different yes. places. So who can I call to help me to work through this, to make a call on my behalf? To, to right. you know, Matter of fact, I, I, just had, uh, I just had some folks reach out to me about an opportunity. Headhunters are always reaching out to me. And if okay. I really wanted an opportunity, I said, okay, let me figure out which one I want, and then let me do something different. Let me not get a reference in writing. Let me have one of my references send me a video. Mm. about my ability, about my accomplishments. And let me forward the video to the job that I want. Be yeah. different. Be memorable. If you're going to dream, dream big. If you want yeah. something, ask for the impossible. And then you yeah. just have to work through the steps. People want to just get the job. They don't want to create the spreadsheet with the opportunity and the people mm. can help you and what it looks like and all the research you need to do and where is your niche and how are you different and how do I make They don't want to ask all those questions and people no longer want to work because we move in a society that we're given everything so fast in the form of information. Mm. And we're not even using that information to excel. People not come to hear me speak, and they don't even know who I am because they haven't taken the time to Google me come to on see now. what I do, what I've written, yeah. that I have a son and a daughter who's 10 and 12. They're not even yeah. doing – don't walk into a room and not know. That's not success. That's not being a dreamer. That's not just being an attendee. <laughs> <laughs> come on now. You don't waste that, that money. Attendee. You just wasted that money. <laughs> yeah. So if You're you want to dream – that's mm. right. Dream big, man. Dream Mine. big. Write a plan. I'll figure out how you're going to get there. Be crafty. Women, look, we can get anything we want. God gave us so many abilities, empathy, listening, organizational skills. I can name 12. Matter of fact, yeah. my next book is called Think Like a Woman and Win because God already gave it to us. Come on now. Mm. Yes. It's already inside of you. He created you. Oh yep. my God! Before he even formed this world, y'all better pick that book up and read it. <laughs> you know what and I'm when saying? he created you, he said you were good. Period. That's that it. Is you right. were good. That means it was done already. You done got distracted with life and let that thing blur your vision on what well, he already put inside of you. You know, and I always like to say, yes, women were created from the rib, the side, the core, the middle of the man. So we got all the good, the best rolled up inside of us, and we don't even (laughs) manifest it to the world. We don't even tap into it. We just give it away for free. Come on. And that, my friends, (laughs) hear me clearly, you are robbing us. You're robbing us. You're not even giving us your... Oh, you're not even giving us your greatness. You know he put that inside of you so that you could help free and deliver me, right? Free and deliver generations, right? And if you don't tap into that thing and really just project that to the world, man, we in trouble. We in trouble. That's selfish. (laughs) Let's go ahead and put it out there. That's selfish. Hello, hello. You you, you don't want to be selfish. You know, I don't have time for me because I got to take care of everybody else because I'm so selfless. No, 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 boo-boo. When you don't tap into who you really are and really project that to the world, you being selfish. Goodness gracious. Y'all, we got to take a break. <laughs> this thing got real. We got to take a break. Um, but when we get back, you know we'll be back with Michelle. She's going to drop some more nuggets on y'all. 
that is going to really catapult you to your next realm. So listen, you thought that was good, but guess what? The next segment is going to be great. So stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch the dial. You're tuned in to 99.1 WDJY-FM with your girl off the queue for Change the Family, Change the World. Guess what, guys? We'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. My, 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 for the final quarter. This has been amazing. I got pages on top of, I mean, you can hear me turning my pages in my book. I'm just writing, writing, writing. So I really hope that you are doing the same. Guys, you're back with Change the Family, Change the World with your girl, Arthur Q. And guess what? Our guest, Michelle, has really been dropping some strategic nuggets on us today that's really just been a game changer. So, Michelle, I want to jump right into some habits, right? I want you to talk to us about maybe your top two to three habits that you feel every successful person should have. Okay, so let me say something that is not, because, you know, there, I, have, I think that I have several habits that are really uh, good, but let me just talk about two that I don't think a lot of folks talk about. One of the habits that I have is, uh, is the habit of giving back. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you that it's so important that you don't walk through this life selfishly. So I, I, may, I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I used to clean uh, homes for a living. So there's not a hotel I stay in that I don't leave a gratuity on the bed for the people that have cleaned those rooms because that's their journey at that given point, and they work hard, and people overlook them all the time. Because yeah. when you stay at a hotel, it's where you get your rest. It's where you do business. It's where a lot of great things happen, and we just take that for granted all the time. So I know that I sit where I am because I intentionally, my habit, intentionally make sure that others are taken care of. When I got an opportunity to actually be able to hire people, I intentionally looked back at folks that I made commitments to to make sure I yeah. took care of them so they could take care of their families. Yeah. People got to be in the habit of looking out for others, not with time, not with energy, but when you have an opportunity and when you're in a place that you can easily give back, do that. Yeah, yeah. You will mark your life with so much good karma, not only for yourself but for your children. So I say you got it. You have to figure out how you can you can give back to folks. So that's one of the one of the habits that I have. I try and look out for other people. You can't get a whole lot of time, but I'm going to do good things for you when the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. The other thing that I would say is one of the habits that I have. I'm in the habit of taking risks. Mm. I'm gonna roll the dice. And a girlfriend of mine sent me a note the other day and said, you know what, Michelle, you've taken so many risks and it's paid off for you and I'm paying attention because I've walked through this life so cautiously that I'm scared to fail, that I'm scared to lose, that I'm scared for a setback and I watched you and I watched your path and you know what, I'm going to start taking more risks. And I think that if we do that, calculated risk, do your research, understand what the benefits and the negatives are. Then you can make big decisions. Then you can leave a, leave a news network that people ask me, was I crazy to come to BET Networks when it's paid off for me because I was promoted in 48 months to senior vice president. It's Ooh. not an easy task because Viacom yeah. had to promote me. Viacom owns BET. When I left, when I was in the Bay Area and worked at a naval base from 18 to 22, when I left, they're like, you're giving up your, your benefits, your government yeah. benefits? I, yeah. I, I am. I'm going to do that. 
because mm-hmm. I know that God has something bigger for me. So when you have faith and you've asked God to create the impossible and you're living a purposeful life and you've yeah. done your research, then you have to be able to take – dreamers can't win unless they take risks. Mm. And, I, and I've been in the habit of doing that, and I'm not going to stop. And I don't care if you're 40 or 50 or 60 or 70. My grandmother worked till she was 90 in my father's restaurant, and she took yeah. a risk. She sold a house. She moved from San Francisco to the Bay Area to be closer to a restaurant because she didn't want to drive. I'm telling you, you got to take risks, man. We've yeah. we, we got to get busy. Yeah. Yeah, that fear ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that fear no. ain't going nowhere. And fear has That's... never told anyone the truth, ever. Y'all got to wait because I got to write that down. Goodness gracious, that's good. Fear has never told anyone the truth. No, never. (laughs) Fear is not in the truth-telling business. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, I hope that resonated with one of y'all and you wake up right now where you are. Good God Almighty, that's good. Mm -mm -mm. You know, in your story, because, of course, in me doing research, because before I bring anyone on the show, I do my research because (laughs) – I just feel it's necessary. Correct. I need to know who I'm talking to. I'm just saying. You I think we're related. Questions. Okay, it's already <laughs> online. Why are you asking me that, girl? Like, didn't you look that up? <laughs> so in me doing my own research and seeing, you know, your story and reading about you, you talk about your father. You talk about his death and how that was truly your catalyst for change. So now I have to know, because I know that there's someone listening who's lost a loved one, who's lost a mother or a father, and, and, and they have gotten stuck. They, they're sitting in that painful place. And, and in particular, I can think of a story of a woman who's incarcerated, and when I go to the jail and I do my courses, she yeah. says to me, you know, Miss Q, I don't, I don't celebrate my birthday. You know, I don't do, I don't do anything because my father died on my birthday, and and you know, I don't do this anymore because he died, and and we used to do it together. How did you get to a place that you can say that his death was actually your catalyst for change, where you actually pursued purpose instead of being stuck in your pain? How did you do that? You know, I, I really appreciate you asking that question because people have never framed the question up in that way. And I'll tell you this, you know, uh, I was interviewed uh, one time for a job. I was interviewing for a job, and the gentleman asked me, goes, what is the worst thing that's happened to you? And it was before I had kids, and I was actually transitioning from uh, Oakland, California, where I was born and raised, go Oaktown, to New York, (laughs) uh, to New York. And I said, you know what, the worst thing that's ever really happened to me is me losing my father, and he was 59, and he hadn't lived long enough, and we were so close and tight. I said, but you know what? I said, with true reflection, my father's passing actually freed me because I would not be sitting in New York right Shoot. now had, I not, had he not passed away and, and given me uh, so many great qualities that I take after him. So, I mean, we can always think about our glass half full or half empty. And I know yeah. that there is no way that I'm going to lose someone so close to me and not mm. celebrate what he's given me, not celebrate yeah. the fact that he released me and freed me from moving from Oakland to New York to be all that I can be. Now, the, yeah. the last piece of that is I made a promise to him on his deathbed that I would make him proud of me. And I think that everyone listening to this, everyone this touches, everyone you forward this podcast to, you should stop right now and you should make a promise to something that's bigger than you. 
Mm. And I'm a, you're going to watch how you move and work to keep it happen because if y'all are like me, I don't make many promises. Yeah. And for me to make that promise, I will not stop. I will not fail. I will not quit because mm. I stand on his shoulders. And when yes. we go ahead and do that, it th- just, just things, it's, it's, nobody's going to get in my way. It's not going to yeah. go down. It's not going to happen. Wow. Mm. I felt that thing. I hope y'all did. Oh, I felt that thing. Oh, my God, that's awesome. That is so awesome. You know, in in looking at all that you do, because you do a lot, that, that's phenomenal. You Your book, Strategic, right, dealing with life mm-hmm. and career winning strategies for women, you've developed this proven 10-step framework so that people can learn how to be strategic. Mm-hmm. What um, What is that? Talk to us a little bit about that framework and how that can work for the listeners. So every letter stands for something, and I, I encourage people to go out and get the book. You can get it from my website, www.strategic.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I priced the book at $10. Everyone said, that's way too cheap. You can get way more money, but that wasn't the purpose. The purpose Absolutely. was that I wanted to write a book to give back. Now, the next one going to cost a little more because I'm putting more into it. <laughs> right? but, but the purpose of the book was not to get rich off of the book. The purpose was to really feed into women and to have them start looking at themselves. And I was laying in my bed. I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to write about? How am I going to, to do all the things I want to do? And this is what I, this is what I saw because you've got to pay attention into yeah. what the rules of entry are. Yeah. Every panel that I went to, every speaking engagement that I went to, the women were authors. I said, okay, wait a minute. So if I write a book, then I can really do what I love to do, and that's storytell. I love to tell a story. I love to feed into women and empower them. So if I write a book, you mean to tell me that I'm going to get invited to speak at all these different things? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, let me write a book. So Mm -hmm. I asked, I said, God, what am I going to share with women? What are some core characteristics about myself that that aren't really – that that are my, uh, you know, unique value proposition? So I was like, oh, I'm a strategist. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm kind of strategic because I'm like a female strategist. I'm strategic. Yeah. So I Googled it. I said, is that word taken? That word wasn't taken. Yes. I, so I went on GoDaddy right then. This is what we got to do, ladies. When something hits us, when it Come moves on. us, we got to Come own on. it right then. We don't wait two or three weeks. We don't wait. We don't ask people what do they think and share it with the whole world. We just move. You can always change it, but when something moves you. So I went on, and then I had my husband, who's an attorney. I said, I, said, I need you to trademark for this because this is going to be my word. This is going to be my moniker. This is going to be the adjective that describes me. I'm a strategic. He's like, cool, I actually like that. That's hot. And then I said, okay, God, what are these letters? And the first word, when I Googled, I said, what does leadership look like? And what it says is that leaders are self-aware. Wow. Oh, man, let me tell you something. And self-awareness is not about knowing ourselves. It's about knowing how people perceive us because it's their reality and they're the ones that are going to put up the roadblocks and the hurdles that we have to get over to get to from point A to point B where we want to be. Mm-hmm. And when you can see peripherally how people view you and really understand that, you can win because then you can start moving things out of the way because then you'll know how to handle them. It's the first wow. letter in my book. It's the first letter in strategic. Ladies, and gents, we got to get self-aware. We have yes. to know what the heck is going on around us in order to win. Mm. Then there, the other letters stand for stuff, but let me just let me just talk about a couple more. 
I just already said it, you've got to ask for what you've earned. You have yeah. to list out what your accomplishments are. You have to list out what your business proposition are. You have to understand that no matter what you do, you have competition, whether it's personally from a person or from a business that you're trying to start, and understand what that competition does and how you can do it bigger, better, and faster. Yeah. And then you can ask for what you've earned. And the last one that I'm going to say, no, no, I'm going to say two more. The I in strategic is about investing in yourselves. And I'm not talking about getting your hair done and buying a new outfit. Come I on. Took, I took voice and diction classes. I wanted to sound a certain way. I lost yeah. 30 pounds. I wanted to walk down Madison Avenue as a boss in my best self that God yes. created me to be. I did, like I'm going to invest in myself in ways that are meaningful. I wanted my children to have a mom that looked a certain way and that she was healthy so that she could be around for them for a longer period of time, that they yeah. could take pride in that. So I invested yeah. in myself in ways that people don't even think about anymore. Take an acting class if you want to get, be a great speaker or presenter, Absolutely. right? Take, go take yeah. a makeup class so you're, you don't overdo it, that you can look natural and beautiful. Yes. Take a yes. cooking class so that you can eat healthy. Like invest in your life, in yourself, yeah. Yeah. other than material ways. And the last thing is let me tell you something. If you don't know your story, you know how many women I walk up to at an event, I was like, so tell me about yourself. They can't even articulate it in 30 seconds. Ooh. You better craft your story and, and be able to yeah. tell it. I always say if you're in an elevator with someone and it's going to change your life, what are you going to tell them? What are you going to leave them with? What is your story yeah. at mm. that particular time? You need to write it and craft it. You need to keep it in your wallet. You need to memorize and practice it in the mirror. And trust me, I'll tell you, God will put you in a place that you have to use it, that yes. you have to use that story that you own and you know that's, that's, that is your opportunity to leave an impressionable mark on somebody that's important to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hope y'all jotted those pieces down. Come on, come on, people, come on, come on. It took me 50 years. It took me 50 years to get this. I'm sharing this because I know I can share everything that I've done with you because nobody can do it and take it and and be the strategic. That's me. That's right. That's it. That's it. And that's how you got to be confident in that. Oh, no, I ain't going to tell them that because I don't want nobody to, girl, bye. You better tell that thing to help Mm -hmm. free somebody. (laughs) You better help free the world. I love it. So, look, the show is called Change the Family, Change the World. That is my motto in life, in business. And then, of course, when I was presented with this opportunity to do the show, I said, hey, that's the name of my show, Change the Family, Change the World. What does that mean to you when you hear that? Okay, so this is – it means two things. And when I read this, I get all kind of requests. I was like, I'm going to do this one because this one's really important. So, Ooh. first of all, we're a family of women, of sisterhood. We're a family. And so when we change our attitudes and we approach each other and look out for each other and help one another, the world is going to change because we are what the world is watching. Think about all of the women that have movements that people are, that are trendsetters. They're beautiful black women. Okay? So we have to come together as one. So when we change our family of sisterhood, we can change the world. I'm confident of that. Yeah. So now let's get granted because we have other family members, right? Yeah. So we yeah. have our own family. We have our family at work. If we walk in with a certain attitude and we carry ourselves a certain way, we change that environment. One person can actually make a movement and change things. And the last and most critical and important family is the family that we have and we create 
and you stated it, that you want your kids to be able to look up and say, you know what, you changed our generational path. Yeah. And we have an opportunity to do that in our family. Me as a wife, I have a certain role. I'm trying to play it better. It ain't easy for me because I am an A personality and I'm a boss at work. <laughs> like, and I do try and go home and be a boss at home, which does not always work, but it's with yeah. good intention. But when you have self-awareness, when you know how people view you, you can make a better thing. So your whole point, my, my whole point about saying that is that it's just not your family, you know, your husband, your wife, your kids. We have a bigger family. We have a smaller family. But we are crucial in the conversation. Women are crucial in the conversation, especially God-given, talented women. We can yeah. do anything when we set our minds to it and understand that when we move in a unit with one accord, all things are possible. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, listen, guys, I hope you got everything because guess what? We're wrapping it up now. <laughs> Before mm. I let you go, Michelle, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for just really accepting the invitation and really just pouring into the listeners because I am certain that a life and many lives will be changed and shifted all because of the nuggets that you shared. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Then I want to definitely ask before you go, if you would please share with the listeners how they can get in touch with you. I mean, we would be remiss to hear all this great stuff, and then they're like, well, shoot, can I get in touch with the lady? Yeah, absolutely can. So tell them how they can follow you and how they can really help you move this strategic movement. Oh, so the, uh, thank you for allowing – first of all, thank you for allowing me this platform. What you're doing is so magnificent. I love it. Um, your thank story, you. your journey, like, man, not only – Am I proud of you, but the whole world is proud of you and everybody's watching. So congratulations on everything. And I'm just honored and humbled uh, to be part of the conversation. Uh, You know, I own Strategic on every platform, Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. uh, And then my website is Strategic. So it's S-T-R-A. T-E-C-H-I-C, no K, because K is silent. It's for karma. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then, uh-huh. yeah, so I, I have um, I send out messages on Tuesday. I'm putting together some video content. I'm actually going to create an electronic opportunity for women to download because uh, all of the strategic sessions that I have, you know, I have, if I go to a speaking event, I typically connect with one woman, and I'll say, okay, how can I help you? How can I help you? What are you working on? And I try and help them. So I'm going to put together uh, some type of packaging for them to just to download themselves, the spreadsheet, this. Uh, I'm working on my strategic app so that you can track, you know, Mm. opportunities, you can track relationships, you can track, you know, so different things that you can track as a strategic. So I'm excited about the platform. Uh, And then 2018 is Think Like a Woman and When. That's coming out. Uh, so I'm excited about that, and that's going to hit people over the, hard, over the head really hard because I don't have to oh, think yeah. like a man to win. Uh-uh. No, not at all. I do not. <laughs> not at all. I love it. Well, we're definitely going to support you here and make sure that um, anything that we can do to help spread the word, we will definitely be on it, definitely be on it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, you know what time it is. It is time for our word of change, right? And so I pulled the word of change from the good old book today, <laughs> Proverbs thirteen twelve in the message version. It says, unrelenting disappointment leaves your heart sick, but a sudden good break <laughs> can turn your life around. I want you to be clear on this. That sudden good break is right there waiting for you. It's right there. 
you got to be in position. And then you being in position means you got to strategize. So I hope you took some notes earlier today. <laughs> Guys, remember that there's one in 14 children in the United States that have a parent incarcerated. I challenge you to become the change these children deserve. I dare you. Matter of fact, I triple dog dare you to help a friend, help a neighbor, help somebody you know is in need. But as we always say on the show, most importantly, I want you to remember to help yourself. For more information on how to connect with my guests, please visit www.authorq, as in the queen I am, radio.com. Guys, make sure that you are intentional with spending time with your family tonight. Good night.